Star Wars 7x7 episode 2455. Well, it's been a while since we've had to do this, but we got a visit from the Department of Corrections here, and we're going to roll that in to a conversation about the Department of Mandalorian cancellations. Punch it. <laughs> Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So let's get the Department of Corrections stuff out of the way first. It has to do with the episode that we did about the Mandalorian and his money-making activities. Something that, you know, I'm fighting with the Department of Corrections over this because, uh, you know, I don't know if this quite counts, but this is the deal. We, you know, talked about the various money-making activities of The Mandalorian over the course of Season 1 and not so much in Season 2. But something that we didn't quite make clear was the fact that The Mandalorian, of course, had that job at the very beginning of Season 1, Episode 1, where he corralled Mithril for Grief Karga and he was paid in Calamari Flan. Well, that Calamari Flan was handed over to the armorer, and so, you know, he gave it all to the tribe. At least, everything that we saw Grief Karga give him, it looked like it was all then given by the Mandalorian to the armorer. Now, that's a different situation from getting paid in Beskar, and the Beskar being handed over to the armorer, and the armorer using it to make upgrades for the Mandalorian's armor, and for some of it to be given to the foundlings and all that, because... Mandalorians aren't looking at the Beskar as currency. They're looking at it as just property of the Mandalorians, and they're not going around and using that Beskar to get food and supplies in the marketplace or anything like that. But the Calamari Flan, yes, they would have done that with that. And so it kind of makes you wonder if there was just some big old profit sharing agreement or something that the tribe had and everybody who earned money in one fashion or another was putting it into a group account for the tribe if you will. We still don't know what other activities were being performed by the tribe. We just know that the tribe was only letting one Mandalorian out at a time to try to keep as low a profile as possible, but we don't know what other money-making activities they had going on. So anyway, maybe more Department of Clarification, so I'll take that up with the corrections people. But anyway, that's what we have for that. And I do think this rolls actually kind of nicely into this other thing about Mandalorian cancellations because a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Moff Gideon here on the show and we were talking about various you know activities that he's involved with that he might be the key to many mysteries in the show and you know all these incredible scientific projects that he's involved with advanced research and so forth uh, advanced weapons research specifically but at the time on one of those episodes i said that maybe hopefully the ultimate visual guide that's coming out will shed more light on the mysteries of Moff Gideon. And wouldn't you know it, wouldn't you know it, it was either the day of or the day after that episode appeared where I said that, that announcements came through from both DK Publishing and Del Rey that their particular Mandalorian projects were being canceled. And the language was 
pretty much exactly the same. The DK announcement said, due to the ever-expanding world of The Mandalorian, we will no longer be publishing The Mandalorian Ultimate Visual Guide at this time as the story continues to unfold on screen. And then Del Rey said, due to the ever-expanding world of The Mandalorian, we will no longer be publishing The Mandalorian Original Novel at this time as the story continues to unfold on screen. The one difference is that Del Rey went on to say that they were, you know, very happy with Adam Christopher, who was to be writing that original novel, and that he was already working on another project with them. So it's definitely not a lack of confidence in Adam Christopher. In fact, it had, you know, nothing to do with him specifically. And since then, there's only been one precious little tidbit in addition about this. It's that io9 reached out for comment and contacted a source who is unnamed and described as quote-unquote close to Disney Publishing who says that this only had to do with scheduling. Like that's it. Now I don't want to get anybody's hopes up but it is rather interesting that the announcements say that they're not going to be publishing them quote at this time unquote. And so I know that the Mandalorian novel was originally supposed to go in December of 2020 and then it was moved to fall of 2021 and considering what happened with the publication of the High Republic novels which were supposed to come out in August of 2020 and then they were pushed to January and February of 2021, pandemic stuff could have played into that potentially. At least that first move from December of 2020 to fall of 2021. It was November 2nd I believe was the date that it was supposed to come out. And now, of course, you know, pandemic can't be the situation for this particular thing. But to say that they're not going to publish it, quote, at this time, unquote, does kind of open up the Hope Springs Eternal situation for us. And as far as the scheduling thing goes, well, in February, Star Wars Lucasfilm, Disney Lucasfilm Press announced that the final novel in the Queen's trilogy by E.K. Johnston, Queen's Hope, would be released on November 2nd. So already you've got competition in that spot between the Mandalorian novel and Queen's Hope. So it certainly makes sense to move one or the other out of there and there's already momentum with two previous Queen's novels having come out and so yeah, you can certainly see why the Mandalorian novel would be moved in that case. And within the last couple of days we just learned about a new novel that's coming out that's inspired by the Star Wars Visions project. It's going to be called Ronin and it's by Emma Candon, Emma Miko Candon, excuse me, and that comes out on October 12th. And you know it's probably worth mentioning that we know when the next set of novels in the High Republic storytelling initiative are coming out in July, but beyond that we don't know and so you know it's probably fair to guess that some more High Republic content could be arriving by the end of the year or you know potentially even leading into the beginning of the year they just want to give everybody their own space to breathe for all intents and purposes. The one that seems stranger to me of the two is the cancellation of the DK Publishing Ultimate Visual Guide for The Mandalorian and you know just for the refresher for our conversation here is how it was described. It says that it's going to be, or it would have been, the essential companion to the first two seasons of The Mandalorian. And the publisher summary goes on to say, produced in close collaboration with Lucasfilm and written by Star Wars insider Pablo Hidalgo, this 200-page book is full of fascinating details. Study more than 600 images, incredible concept art, and behind-the-scenes photography in this must-have guide to the Disney Plus phenomenon. All right, you know, that 
is important and good, but here's where it really digs in. Discover the hidden gadgets of the Mandalorian's Beskar suit of armor. Learn more about the cutest 50-year-old alien in the galaxy, the child. Discover the secrets of the way. Examine the functional workings of the Razor Crest. Uncover the codes of the Bounty Hunter Guild. Meet the deadly Cara Dune and the ruthless Moff Gideon. Find out how the Mandalorian became the best in the Parsec, and it also was supposed to have a forward by Dave Filoni, considered the ultimate, or the, excuse me, the perfect, the ultimate guide. The ultimate visual guide is the perfect gift for Star Wars fans of all ages. So that's the one that I feel like doesn't quite make sense as far as I don't think we have all the information. And so for you know purposes of research, I actually tried to find out when filming for season three of The Mandalorian is supposed to begin. And apparently, according to the Film and Television Alliance, April 5th is the big day that production, actual principal photography, is supposed to begin on The Mandalorian. So, with that said, you know, that's obviously farther out than previous seasons, and so that, of course, means that we're not going to see Season 3 of The Mandalorian until 2022. And, you know, taking that into consideration, and also taking into consideration the possibility that with the Book of Boba Fett series announced and the notion that Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka and the Book of Boba Fett and the Mandalorian could all culminate in some giant spectacular storytelling event. It does make you wonder whether things for season three of The Mandalorian have been juggled, have been restructured, have been reimagined to some degree with these new projects in mind. And certainly if so, then you know, all the more reason why you'd hold off on issuing the Ultimate Visual Guide to make sure that the information in there is not going to conflict with the stuff that is currently being developed for Season 3 and beyond and tying in to these other storytelling initiatives. And I think maybe the other key to this too is the fact that it was supposed to cover Season 2 because Titan is publishing their ultimate guide to Season 1 of The Mandalorian. Titan is the publisher that produces, among other things, Star Wars Insider magazine. So the fact that they're being able to put out a Season 1 guide that doesn't touch Season 2, and that is still coming in May, and they haven't canceled that yet. So, you know, that says to me that maybe it's Season 2 stuff and how it ties in to future storytelling that may be the reason why we are looking at this you know, cancellation or not going to be published at this time situation. And as part of the Mandalorian publishing initiative, titles from Marvel and IDW are supposed to be published that tie into the world of the Mandalorian as well. And there's been no word about those one way or the other since the announcement of the initiative. So that means as far as anybody knows, those are still on. And so that's where everything stands right now in terms of corrections and cancellations and future filming planning for The Mandalorian and all that good stuff. And that is where we're going to leave the show here for today. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.